182 games, 147 goals. Borough's sixth top scorer. It's Slaven Live. Message, call or WhatsApp. Have your say. 0330 043 2002. On DAB Radio, Smart Speaker, YouTube, Facebook Live, apps and online. It's Slaven Live. Hi, I'm Bernie Slaven, and tonight I make my debut for Red Radio. I'm excited. Uh, for the younger viewer watching, um, and who are thinking, who's this guy? I came to Middlesbrough 85-86 season, went on to play 382 games. I was fortunate enough to score 147 goals. After my career finished, I went on to do radio. Dave originally started Dave Roberts along with Ali Brownlee God rest him and then me and Ali went on to do over 500 games travelled all around Europe it was an absolute dream it was a, a great time being a Borough fan so and then we won a New York Radio Award and then three months later we lost the commentary and, we've, and that was the end of that so you won an award in New York you think hey we're doing the business here and then you lose the commentary and uh, that was it radio over Ali went elsewhere and I carried on doing what I was doing. If you want to get involved, I've got the number here, because obviously I'm new to it. Uh, 0330-043-2002. If you want to get involved, um, I'll message me on Facebook or YouTube. Teesside and Proud. But yeah, listen, uh, as Borough fans, it's obviously Borough fans that's watching this. Being a Borough fan hasn't been easy recently. Saturday, I went to the Riverside thinking... We'll put in a shift, you know, but the last couple of games, Rotherham at home was disapp well, majorly disappointing. Worst team in the league, and we huffed and puffed and got a draw. Then Sunderland were winning. Uh, we thought we were going to get all three points, and lo and behold, they scored a goal. And then on Saturday, gone Bristol, come to the Riverside, were three points above them going into the game. Uh, a few people were saying before the game in the lounges and at the Riverside, I tell you what, they're a bogey team. Well, I've never looked into the past, I just thought three points above them and hopefully we get a result but I have to be honest and uh, ruthless in my assessment the first half was um, well, was simply not good enough I used the word woeful it was we couldn't pass the ball we couldn't defend we, we lost two goals it could have quite easily been four and that's not exaggerating we could have scored one young Hackney get a ball uh, stuck in between his feet early doors uh, but the second half we came out a better team more it revived, revitalised, we were up for it, must have got a rollicking at half-time, and, and rightly so. I'm sure Carrick been super cool, even he lost his cool. Uh, we scored a goal, 92nd minute, was it Silvera, it was a nothing goal, we're never going to win it. So, three points down the River Tees, majorly disappointing, majorly frustrating. But this is, this is the things that happen when you let players go and you don't bring players in. Eventually, it, it sips through, uh, it sifts through the, the, the players, the team. You know, if I'm Dale Fry, Borough lad, signed a new contract last year, looking at the forwards thinking, where's the forwards? Everybody's disappearing round about us. Do you know what I mean? Right, where's this caller? Where are we looking? There's that much, there's that much stuff going on. Callers. Dan. Dan. Dan the man. Dan. Good evening, Dan. Good evening. Good to hear you on the Red Burning. Thank you, Dan. It's, uh, yeah, I've uh, made the trip, made the journey, and, and I'm up for it. Come on, Dan. My question for you is, uh, do you think not signing a striker in January shows a lack of ambition from the club? I, I, I can't sit here and lie. Of course it does. There's no statement of intent. You know, I, I, I've not got a crystal ball, but I says three weeks ago that 
um, Rodgers would be sold in the last day of the season. I, I says that on my social network, and it came true. That's only guesswork. Maybe it was sheer coincidence, but I've seen that happening all the way. And when I see um, is bowing to uh, Matt Crooks saying he wants to go to America, the MLS, I'm thinking, hold on a minute. Your family's important as a father uh, and as a husband, and I totally get that, 100%. Your family comes first before anything. But there's 28,000 Borough fans, and he's got 18 months left in his contract. Why are we bowing and saying, oh, he wants to go, we'll let him go? If you let everybody go that wants to go, you'd end up with a five-a-side team. So Crooks gone was a bit of a shocker. Young Kavner gone uh, was a disappointment. And obviously Rogers gone. I get why the club did it, because the chairman and the chief executive would be rolling their, their, their hands with, with the money they're getting. In six months, we've made about 12, 14 million. That's incredible business for the club as a business point of view. But I'm a fan now. And as a fan, it's no good to me. It's no good to you. It's no good to the team. And it's no good to Michael Carrick. Because his name's on the CV. And it's him all. Yeah, get the stick. Agree. You know? What, what, what's yeah, your take? Where what? do you think the goals are? Sorry? I was going to say, where do you think the goals are going to come from now? I think we can all guess. We don't know. I mean, when I look at Latte Laugh and uh, Young Coburn, 10 goals between them in the league. I think I could get 10 now on 20 grand a week. Yeah. I'm not even laughing. Yeah. I used to laugh at that. Ten yeah. goals in the month of February. I would be hoping to have 19, 20, 21 at this stage of the season. No, if we're, if we're, we're bottom of the league, I would be thinking, fair enough, but we're looking for trouble, we're inviting trouble, and we're getting it now. And, that, and probably that's what we deserve. You can't even watch all these players go and, and bring in players and... and uh, defensive players, we know real. I mean, as Az has come in, people was writing him off. I wouldn't write the kid off. He's only on the door. He's only played five games. Yeah. But is he going to be a natural scorer? No. Is Latte Laugh, in my opinion? No. I think his touch is heavy. He needs to polish up his touch to progress. Uh, when he's throwing goal, he has to put the, the brakes on and calm down and be cool and, and, and pick his spot. Um, young Coburn's still a young novice who's playing his trade. I think he did very well at the start of the season. I don't think Carrick fancies him because he wanted him to go to Plymouth and it never happened. And then we never get any backup, so he, he kept he held on to him. But he's injured, Letty Laugh's injured. And, and letting other strikers go is... Well, as I say, it's, there's no intent. And, and anybody argues with that is off the head. That, I think that's it, black and white. As simple as that, black or white, there's no intention in the January window. Yeah, I oh. agree. And uh, another question, another question for you, Bernie. Uh, why do you think Riley McGrady didn't start at the weekend? Uh, do you know what? I I uh, I do the legends lounge at Riverside. I'm in there and I obviously talk to people and and, and they were so, talking about the team, about McGrady in the bench. I I am not a betting man. But I'd have bet I'd have put a bet on that McGrady wouldn't start because he's been away. I I don't even know if he played every game. I I'd never get involved in the Asian Cup. But I take it with his qualities, he probably played a lot of games. Maybe he just thought, well, I'd jump in, put him on the bench. If he doesn't play on Wednesday, it'll be criminal. For me, McGree's the best footballer we've got. When I first seen him come out of the Riverside, good left foot, good work ethic, drives forward, scored a wonder goal at Norwich, he can create. He's my type of player. But start of the season when he was fit, he wasn't getting a game. So, and then there was... Loads of rumours flying about, uh, there's this and that, and I mean, I don't deal with rumours, but for McGree not to get in a team like this, then if he's not on Wednesday, I think there'll be a bit of, a bit of trouble. Yeah, I, I agree with you. 
Okay, listen, thank you very much for your call. Appreciated. Uh, Neil, hiya, Neil. Are you there, Neil? No, Benny, all right. Hello, mate. Neil. How are you, son? All right, mate. Listen, hey, great to have you back on the radio. It's like the good old days. Of hey. Getting, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's where we want to get to, isn't it? We oh, want to give a bit of honesty and forthright views and no sitting the fence and no being bed with anybody. Just top well, football. Exactly. Well, listen, with Adam Mann, it's very similar to what Dan said. Do you know what I mean? After Saturday, and listen, everybody on T-side, we must have all seen that going to happen on Saturday yeah. against Bristol. Yeah. Um, look, is it time to, for Gibbo to hand over the reins? You know what I mean? And maybe, you know, because we, we think, like, after January transfer window, we never signed anybody. So is it maybe starting to hand it over and, and, and you know, someone else come in and, and take us to the next level? Well, obviously, I've been asked that for years, right? I know Steve Gibson personally. He's a great guy, he knows about football, but he's a ruthless, hard-nosed businessman. I don't know, and you don't know, and we don't know, the financial structure of the football club. That's his business. He owns it. He owns everything about it. He's did magnificent in the past. He's not, a, he's not a billionaire, he's a millionaire. But he's one of the few chairmen up and down the country that knows about the game. When people say to me, will he sell it, should he sell it? I would ask the question, can he sell it? Who would buy it? Who would buy a club in Teesside? A tur- and I'm being realistic now. I love it here. And I love the people and I love, love the, the work ethic and the fibre and the, the steel or whatever. But who is going to buy Teesside? A lot of work shut down over the years. Town's on its knees. Totally transformed since I arrived. Um, an airport that's got a couple of planes flying out. Who's going to come here and invest heavily? We're not a big city like Newcastle. So, so you, you tell me and then I'll see if I agree with you. But nobody's convinced me yet that anybody would buy it. Raj sing at Hartlepool. I know Raj. They, how are they going to sell Hartlepool? Now, if you can't get rid of Hartlepool, Middlesbrough, why are we better than Hartlepool? Different divisions, of no, course. Oh, exactly. I know what you said. That. Listen, you're making total sense, you know what I mean? That's not my opinion. Do, but no, listen, I know, but it's, you know, we're all Borough fans together and I just think it's just, it's just disappointing, you know what I mean? We, we sort of... We're up there or thereabouts in the league and, and we're pushing for possibly a playoff place and then we just don't do anything in the January transfer, Matt. And it just, what is it? What it's telling me as a fan, like, look, we're not doing it this year. Maybe it's next year, maybe it's the year after. And it's just but see, disappointing, you I, know what I mean? I, I use the word transparency. I, I honestly think, I've been here long enough, since 86. I've been here for many, many years. I know the mentality of the public. I think if there was more transparency and say, look, we're not going to spend a big deal in, in, in the summer gone. We, we, we brought 12 players in, didn't spend a lot of money. Players we didn't really know. But we, we, we got on with it. Some of them have proved they're worse. Some of them were questioning. But then it comes to January window, just say, we're not going to really spend a lot here. We're going to keep it for the summer. Or we're not going to be spending a lot in the summer. But a transparency. But I can see, from a business point of view, what Steve Gibson's trying to do. Steve Gibson's ploughed millions of pounds. I don't know who's been responsible. He's trusted other people and spent millions of pounds in donkeys. We don't need to name them. Don Goodley, Rudy Justed, Bamford second time around, Jordan Rhodes, yeah, Alves. Only, the list is... You've only got an hour, you've only got an hour Ben, <laughs> so you won't be able to name them all, will you? You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but, but the, the, the list is endless. So there must come a time when the chairman goes, you know what, I can't keep trusting these people because I'm blowing millions. Think about it. Think about that money flying out your pocket. I look at both sides. So that's oh. the business side. Now he's thinking, right, new structure. They've did it in Europe for years where they put a director of football. For me... I couldn't have worked in that environment. I couldn't have worked with a director of football. A guy that's not played, uh, not managed. What, what was his, what's his qualifications? 
to um, be a director of football. Speakman at Newcastle, at Newcastle, sorry, Sunderland. Do you know what happened the last day of Tony Mowbray? Tony Mowbray no. got a great point down at Millwall. They were still above Middlesbrough at the time. And the lad Speakman, can't remember his first name, don't really, not really bothered about his first name. He went into the dressing room, confronted Tony Mowbray and says, and by the way, if, if this was a secret conversation, but it's not, um, and Speakman questioned him, why are you doing that and why did you do those tactics? And I've heard through the grapevine, which is an honest grapevine, that Mugger says, well, you go on with it then, you do it. Carrick's head's in the block. The rest of the guys can make major decisions, but Carrick will be the guy that will carry the can and get the chop. Mowbray got the chop. All these guys make decisions, and you carry the can. For me... No, you're not wrong, you know. No, no. The, day, wrong. The, the days of Brian Clough and Harry Redknapp and Big Sam Allardyce, all these... Great managers who could man manage. That's an act in itself, man managing. Karanka, when he was here, was only a coach. He never signed Jordan Rhodes. No chance. Listen, thank you very much for your call, Dave. Hey, cheers, Benny. Cheers, mate. Ibra. Is it Ibra? Uh, Mo. It's Mo. Ibra. I am Mo. How are you guys? You all right? Come on, Mo. What's happening? What's happening in the streets of Middlesbrough? How are you, Bernie? It's nice to see you on the radio. First chat with you. Hey, I'm excited. I don't need the blue tablets tonight, I'll tell you. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. you might be excited, but we're, we're not excited with what's happening at the moment because we sold our best players. <coughs> we don't replace them. And <coughs> Michael Carrick, I know definitely, is happy, but he can't come out and say it because if he ends up doing that, he loses the players. Yeah, you're right in what you say. Michael Carrick, like most coaches up and down the country, there's very few managers, there's only coaches these days. Michael Carrick's a coach. Michael Carrick cannot come out publicly. When he came out publicly at the end of the transfer window and say he's happy with what he's got, I was biting my tongue thinking, that's not, I don't believe that's true. He cannot be happy. No centre forwards. You've got Lattie Laugh injured, Coburn's out injured, you've got Rogers out the door, Kavner out the door, Crooks has gone to the MLS. What's going on? If I was a if I was a coach, I'd be knocking the chairman's door on the chief exec and the director of football. You'd have to restrain me. You'd have to put me in a straitjacket. I'd be wanting to see them and see what is going on. I'm in front of the cameras and the media telling porkies because of you. But that's the way it operates now. Carrick, let's be fair to the club. Carrick bought into it. He knew what was going to happen. Last year was hunky dory. Sailed through it. Brilliant, best football I've seen for a Middlesbrough team since I played. They're probably better than us. This year, frustrating. But I yeah, fully, I, agree with, fully agree with you, Bernie. But um, there's no plan B at the club, sadly, because um, we're, we're in a good area. We should have invested something. And I feel sorry for the Middlesbrough fans who come in thousands, supports the club. And each season, we, we always hit zero, I don't know why. And this transfer plan by the club needs to somehow change because I'm not the fan of it. And I believe Michael Carrick is the right manager. I, I'm a fan of Michael tied. Carrick. Yeah, I'm a fan of Michael Carrick. Yeah, definitely. And his hands are definitely tied. And it will be shame if he ends up leaving the club at the end of the season because how long can it continue for, Bernie? Well, listen, this may... 
the reality is this is maybe where we are as a football club. We're bobbing along. I, I've got butter fans and mates of mine who travel the country, midweek games, they've obviously got jobs and a few quid. They travel the country watching Middlesbrough and they keep saying to me, don't want you in the Premier League. You know, we want to win games. And I'm looking at the table thinking, in the Championship, or do we drop a division and we'll be beat more games than we'll win this season? You know, surely we need ambition. I've got ambition. I'm passionate. I live in the area. I'm a Borough fan. I tell the truth. People think because you tell the truth, oh, you don't like them. What a load of old tosh and hogwash. You love your kids. You love your family. You tell them the truth. If they're not doing well at school or they need a bit up the backside, you do it. Now, I like to see what I see. Well, I don't like to say what I see. Absolutely bang on. Absolutely bang on, Bernie. And the rest of the fans who are phoning in are saying the same thing. And it's time that Steve Gibson really comes out and tells us what his plan is because he always stays quiet. He needs to come out and give us the idea of his plan because it's not right for Kieran Scott to come out and start doing the talking. No, but we need to hear from... But we're talking about transparency. Fair play to that Kieran Scott. I don't know him. I've seen him. I've never acknowledged him. He's never acknowledged me. That's that's fine. But he has been on doing... I've seen a few quotes the other week. I read into all the quotes and I just thought, yeah, we could have, we, we should have, we maybe... It's all hugwash for me. It's just, yeah, it was a, a PR stint. I mean, if I was interviewing Kieran Scott, I'd say, why are we not spending the money? How do we get problems financially? Uh, were you responsible for bringing in Piero? Five million quid. Hop. Where's he? Where's Hop? He's hopped off somewhere. We've blown a lot of money since this guy's been in as well. But obviously the top yeah. boys will be keeping him intact. Anything else, sir? Is that it? Yeah, that's it, Bernie. I'll let you speak with somebody else. And thank you very much. Okay, for mate. Cheers. Thank uh, you, guys. What's that? Where are we? Uh, where are we? Is it Bob? Is it Bob? Bob's the next caller. Bob's the next... You can mention Andrew. Where? Andrew, but I can't see any message on it. It just says Andrew, doesn't it? There's no message at the top. Yeah. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. I said it's new show, new tech. This is it. This is this is live. Um, so Andrew says, great show, Bernie. Listen online, and DAB hasn't got as far as Hartley Bill for the Red yet. I oh, will get there. Don't worry. Hey, you need to start somewhere, don't you? Bob. Right, Bob. Hiya, Bob. Hey, Bernie. You all right? Come on, Bob. Good evening to you. Yeah, good evening, Bernie. I just want to, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, there's a lot of negativity around the club at the moment. That, you know, recently it wasn't. It was only a couple of weeks ago. There was a lot of positivity about the club. There was a feel-good factor around the place. And then we go and get beat off Chelsea. Uh, then there's the Rotherham result, the derby that felt like a defeat, uh, and you know that that woeful performance at the weekend. And then. The release of season ticket prices. Yeah, I'm going to bring it up. Have you seen them, Bernie? Right, I'm going. I'm going it's, to. Yeah. It's, thanks for leading me in. Right, I'll just. I've just written it down because I. I've just heard the brick when I come in. Right. So early bird season tickets out today until the fifteenth of March. And if you were an early bird last season, you paid four hundred and eighty. It's now jumped up thirty pound to five hundred and ten. And that was for say somebody sitting in the north stand. The fan usually gets two months gap for early bird. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. And we've got a month. And this time you've got a month. Now, yeah, you, you, if you're saying then, I'll read these texts on the back. Yeah, go on. So what's your thoughts being a Butter yeah. fan? Uh, go on. Oh, I, ju- I just think, I, I don't know, it's it's just, it stinks for me. You know, we work our backsides off 
uh, to earn money to go and see these players. And I know St- uh, Stevie Gibbon, he puts loads of money into the club and we love him for it, right? But them asking, putting the prices up again to see, to see football like that when, you know, have, have they got the ambition? You know, have, you know where, where's their ambition putting our money up? And why? Why is the only we only got a month for it? I don't get it, Bernie. It, it's like it's you know how many PR disasters can one club do, right? And at the moment, I think I think they're just I think they're losing the way. The thing, the flip side of that, I would say, obviously, it's business for Middlesbrough Football Club, the guys at the top. And the thing is, you don't have a gun at your head saying, hey, you better pay that. You, you've got a decision to make. But I think everybody's yeah. up, up in arms because they've not got two months. You know, it's just past Christmas. We're just into February. And now you've only got a month. Your next wage, you need to either spend it in the early bird or you, you have to suffer and pay extra money. That, that's the problem, isn't it? With the, the season ticket yeah, holders. Well, yeah, the thing is, Bernie, we're Borough fans, so we'll, we'll pay it. And that's what the club rely on. They know we'll play it. And, 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 you know, I'm investing my money, you know, money that I could be spending on my kids or my family to go and see the club. I'm, I'm putting my ambition out there for the club. I just wish we'd get a little bit more from them, particularly in this transfer window, when we, we, we've known we wanted a striker for ages. And, and what do we get? We, we give away our players. Well, I, I, was, I was dumbfounded when... I know Crooks isn't an out-and-out centre-forward, but he does chip in with a few goals. He blows a gasket after 70 minutes. But to let him go with 18 months left in his contract when we've just watched Rodgers and Kavanagh going out the door, I think it's ludicrous, yeah. especially when you're not replacing them. I, and by the way, in the free market, we're meant to be dipping into the free market. Carrick says a few weeks ago, his quote was, we'll see how Latty Laugh and, and Coburn's injuries are, and then we might have to get a forward in. It never happened. Latty Laugh's no back, Coburn's injured, no forward in. Yeah. I I I, yeah. I predicted this. I knew this would happen. I knew this would happen. I said this weeks ago. I could see what was going to happen, and it has happened. So, yeah, it's disappointing, and I know I, I share your frustration. You know that maybe the, the guys at the top of the football clubs who have got a few quid have lost reality and out of touch with the the working class man. Maybe, maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe, may and you know, I know. Uh, you, I, you know, like you, Bernie, I talk to a lot of Borough fans. I work with a lot of Borough fans. Uh, we want the best for our club. We, you know, we want to we want to uh, see us do well. You know, we want to see us uh, up there fighting for it. Uh, and, and I just feel as though, I don't know, maybe maybe some of those people up at the top, I'm not talking about Gibbo, but maybe some of those other people at the club, they don't love this club as much as we do. Oh, no, listen, you can still do a job no matter who you support. But, yeah, I mean... Middlesbrough was littered with people from Middlesbrough in the offices, up, up in the, the heaven. Everybody was from Middlesbrough. Now that's all gone. There's people from all over what for Middlesbrough Football Club. I laugh. Some people say things and I go, oh, you were that much of a lovery. This club, you headed off to another club. You know, whether it's staff, whether it's players. Yeah. They're that much in love with the club they headed yeah. off. I headed off eventually because I was booted at the door. I would have still been at Middlesbrough. I'd have probably still been playing now. Yeah. No, I'm only joking. Um, yeah. But uh, anything oh, else? We could do with you now, Bernie. We oh, could no, do with you. I know. Anything else, mate? No. Is that it? Okay. Put you on the radio, mate. Cheers. Thank you very much. So we're on DAB online and on smart speakers. It's 0330 043 2002. Uh, Teesside and Proud. Hey, that's a nice wee catch there. Uh, I've got one there. Where is it? Uh, where are we here? 
Early Buds uh, season ticket releases today. You couldn't write it. And that leads me on to these because I picked these up for down the stair. Uh, up the bottom says, one payday for people to find the money before Early Bird is criminal. So out of touch with the fans. Um, next time you do a night with them, wait until all the important stuff like this is announced so people can ask uh, what the... If they're playing it, horrible club at times. Graham Bandera, I know Bandy's old my my little artist friend. Uh, disgusting, just one word. And Bandy's one of them, and as you usually gets involved in and saying negative things. A B says disgusting. Boris out of touch with the town. Prices a lot of people out of football. Well done, guys. A bit of sarcasm there. And Jay Shaw says, absolutely disgusting prices. If the club showed a bit of ambition, then just maybe they could be justified. But as it is, it's an insult. And Chris Maltby, the, the last one, says, I haven't been a season ticket holder for nearly 30 years, and this increase an extremely early renewal date is shocking. The football club is well out of touch with the local area. I kind of decided, look, I, I always sympathise with the working man. You know, I'm from a working-class background, council estate in Glasgow. I'm still that guy. Your pockets change, but you shouldn't change the person. But I do think players, chief execs, general owners, whatever, whatever, out of touch with the, the guys on the ground, the, the guys that work 40, 50 hours shifts um, to buy a season ticket. That's a lot of money. Don't forget, some of these guys are trying to attract get kids as well. Uh, what do we know? Yeah, we're going to... Uh, come on. Get involved. I know it's a debut. I know some people don't even know I'm on or whatever. It's 0330-043-2002. I'm going to hit the break and then we'll be back and hopefully more chat and discussions about the mighty borough. It's Slavin' Live. This is the red. Well, we're back. Hey, I'm trying to get used to this radio stuff again. Uh, if you want to get involved, you can listen to Dab Online and Smart Speakers. I've got the... The number written down here is 0330 043 2002. Message me on Facebook or YouTube, Teesides and Proud. This is the first night. We're just bedding in and then hopefully we crank it up. Um, Preston on. Uh, before I talk with Preston, I came in, right? And I looked at these shots behind me. I can see them on the screen here. Maguire. Harry Maguire. He never played for Borough. Who put this rubbish up? And later. What's the big names? Who, who's Maguire? Maguire play for Middlesbrough and later uh, anyway hi uh, this is for Ian James Barron hi the red uh, results for Borough and Darlow last weekend looks like Darlow are going down unfortunately typical Darlow not good uh, David we mentioned uh, sounds great uh, nice to see Bernie Joseph slave now I like when they put the Joseph in there that's Mohammed. hi Mohammed. I know you kidder for the Facebook live now on the show it was shocking result of the weekend Stuart Gurley Irvin and Bernie uh, love the intro music you're back get up there Effing Borough, yeah, just well, I says effing. Can you believe just had an email for the early bird season ticket after the... Yeah, uh, there was a bad word there. On Saturday, pardon my French. Yeah, we can imagine what you're saying, Kevin. Uh, all right, Bernie, great to have you on board for Jack Clements. Uh, Shirley Cooper. Was she married to Tommy? Great to hear you back on the air, Bernie. Yeah, it's great to be back. Uh, I'm not betting man. Bernie Joseph Slavin, like yourself, actually Leslie Coates. Well, I tell you what, you, you're unbelievable with the bets. You've got a problem there, uh, Leslie. You better go and see about your problem. Don't bet. Don't gamble. Be like me. Don't drink. Be like me. Do you think Carrick is still 100% invested in the project? Stuart Gurley, but obviously only Carrick can, uh, can, can give an answer to that. I think Carrick's the right man. I'm still behind Carrick. Is he getting the back in... Uh, uh, 
hundred percent. Well, obviously, we who's going and who's coming in. No, we have to say no. Will he say it in publicly? No, because that's in your contract. You don't see anything. It's like these managers get sacked and coaches up and down the country or players, and then when they go, they don't say anything for a year or two years because they're getting paid up. Silence money, it's called. Happened to me in radio once, but I opened my mouth the next day. Uh, don't th- Malcolm McDonald and Mickey Hospital didn't. Uh, don't think uh, happy, but will not do anything like Chris Wilder did by blasting the club in public. But there must come a time when you lose your rag, even if you've got a, even if you've got a demeanour like Carrick, super cool. I mean, when I did, I remember interviewing the Chubberack Bomb last season, uh, and he say, I says, who's Carrick like? And, and he mentioned Wenger. I don't mean in his coaching style, but in his demeanour and how he approached the game and his half-time, half-time team talks, he was cool and composed and measured. But I think eventually you lose that. I couldn't go to bed at night knowing people are getting dumplings in and guys that can't play, balloons, you know, and letting good players go. Uh, Ian James Barron says, RIP, Ali Brownlee, heartbreaking, never forgotten. The Ali was one of the, the funniest... Uh, Guys ever. Uh, John Match says, Opinions on Latty Laugh-Bernie. I think he will come good uh, given game time. Also opinions on Coburn. Cheers, mate, up the butter. Uh, John, opinions on Latty Laugh. I think I gave them earlier that Latty Laugh, the opinions on Latty Laugh, I think he's super quick. He's direct. He works his socks off. He's 110%er. But he's got five goals. And that's not enough. He's injured at a minute, but he's got five goals. Not enough. Not good enough. Nowhere near good enough. Um, so for me and, and young Coburn did great I think we only beat one in 12 games early doors when Coburn played I'm not saying it was because of Coburn maybe be coincidental but Coburn gave his don't forget Coburn's 20 up against two hairy backside centre halves getting kicked and prodded and cajoled with two guys every week because we only play one up front that's a difficult difficult role but you're talking about strikers you're going to team no strikers on the field. We play Greenwood up front. He's not a striker. And no strikers on the bench. And people are surprised we get beat. And didn't score enough. And couldn't score enough. Ah, uh, disappointing. Uh, we're going to Darren. Hiya, Darren. Good evening. Hiya. Hiya, Bernie. Hello, right. Darren. Good evening. Hiya. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling sort of quite realistic, really, about how things are at the moment with Borough. Go on. You know, we, we had a good cup run. You know, we did we did really well in the cup. I thought we did well there. Um, you know, obviously disappointing end yeah. going down to Chelsea and yeah. ending the way we did. But you know, let's not forget. You know, I know we didn't beat many good teams, but we beat Chelsea at home. What a night that was! Great night. Um, and and you know, and it and it is what it is. You know, I I, I'm, I hate it when Carrick uses that phrase, but you <laughs> but know, you're it repeating is, it. It is what it is. Oh right. yeah. Um, but but what I wanted to say, Bernie, was uh, like. Today in the press about uh, Carrick going, a lot of rumours about Carrick, uh, David Moyes getting sacked and, and Carrick being in line at West Ham or, or in going and replacing Hodgson at Crystal Palace. It, it is only a matter of time before we lose him, isn't it? Without a doubt. I mean, this thing about we, we brought 12 players in the summer for the future, you know, to polish them up, rough diamonds, polish them up, get millions of pounds. We've already got one six months in with, with Rodgers. But Carrick's not got time. Carrick needs it now. Um, no doubt he's got ambitions to get into the Premier League. No doubt there'll be clubs sniffing about. And, and, and Carrick's like a player. If the money comes in, he'll be gone. We'll sell him. We'll, we'll, we'll get his contract ripped up, get the money in for him, see you later, and replace him. It's business. So Carrick, two years' time, Carrick won't be here. 
no matter how if he's good, bad, and different, he won't be here in two years' time. Half the players we brought in last summer won't be here. There's no loyalty in the modern game. Yeah. Players come and go. These modern players that kiss the badge, what a load of old junk that is. Kiss the badge today and head off tomorrow. You know? I mean, can, can we sustain this as a club, though, by getting a manager every two years? Uh, you know, it, it's not sustainable, is it? The club's never going to move forward because it's always going to be someone coming in wanting to make their mark, bring in their signing. Yes, and we change you know, the not dynamics. Bring, not not bringing the kids through, you know, and all right, you know, we've seen Acne and we've seen Coburn come through, um, but that's because Carrick's had the foresight to bring those youngsters through. Uh, where, where, I don't know, I, I, just, I, I worry about that. I worry about, uh, you know, just that constant, every couple of years, changing the manager, changing the manager, changing the, the regime. It worries me. When you talk about youngsters, well, for me, the academy cannot be functioning properly. Don't forget that academy's brought through a host of players. There was Baker years ago, um, Adam Johnson, dare I say it, Stewie Downing. You know, we made a lot of money to those guys coming through. We've never an earth yeah. a centre forward. Never. Never. People say Danny Graham. Danny Graham was a fly by night. He was neither here nor there. Andy Campbell. Andy, obviously, when Andy came through the ranks and he, and he works here, and I'm a fan of Andy's, but. Some of the top players were like Hasselbank and all that. And they had no chance. They'd paid millions for these guys. So, really, we've, yeah. we've not unearthed... There's only 10 guys scored 100 goals or more in Middlesbrough's history. 10. Nine of them for the North East. There's about seven for Middlesbrough. This area. And, and we can't unearth yeah. one with the academy. But the academy tells me it's not working. Hackney, yeah. He's the last one. Uh, we know Dale Fry came through. But you look at the summer signings. 18, 19, 20, 21, for Europe and the world, America. That tells me it's not working. And letting Kavanagh go, I never really, I couldn't judge Kavanagh. Who's judged Kavanagh to say he's good or bad? We've not seen him. Yeah. We'll just let him go. Uh, that was, I, I, I was really shocked by that. Especially as he'd, he'd had him on the bench a couple of times. He knew, he, he clearly didn't fancy him, did he? Um, again, is it Carrick that doesn't fancy him or somebody else? Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody points the finger at Carrick. You Saturday's game, after 25 minutes, there was a section of the crowd booing. That's the first booze I've heard since Carrick arrived. Because Carrick's been brilliant for the football club. And why are we booing? Yeah. Well, obviously, we were 2-0 down. We lost two goals in a minute. I think it was 16, 17 minute. Could have been four down. But the booze tell me that they weren't happy with the window and who's went out the door and who's or nobody's come in. You, know, you kid the fan for a certain amount of time. You can't kid them all the time. No, no. You know I, 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 I still don't know. I still don't know Bernie and why he's not picking Matt, uh, Riley McGree. I just, I just don't get it. Well, at the start, uh, he, you know, he's, he's go on. Uh, you know, he's 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 clearly one of the most talented players that, uh, that we've got at the club, and and uh, he plays in uh, for Australia up front. He's a striker for Australia. I keep hearing Foz is the what? best striker at the club. Where does listen? Foz scored a wonder goal last week. It was a great goal. The flick up the volley, great goal. Flicked up his left, and it was right. Great goal. I hear people come up to me and saying, "Why is he not up the middle? He's the best finisher at the club." And Anne Return says, "Well, where's the backing? Where's his CV? Where's the proof that he's this? Do you go to training and watch him? I don't pay to go and train. I pay him. People pay to watch him on a Saturday. So." You know, is he, if he's that good, how has Carrick played him on the right since he arrived? 
Yeah. I don't get it. You know, if he's that good, get no. him up the middle. There's nobody keeping him out at the minute. No, unless Jones comes back and then he shoves him up front. I don't know. But it's a big problem. It's an obvious problem we've got, and we're just we're just filling holes. It's square pegs, round holes, and. I yeah, it feels, it feels like that because as is, he's playing as that's out of position, isn't he? Yeah, as is normally down the middle. Well, he's meant to be down the middle as well, but they're all meant to be down the middle. I want tradesmen. I don't want apprentices. You know, I want guys to come in and do yeah. the business. If you're a striker, you come in and bang in the goals. You don't end up outside left and central midfield and left wing back and you know. If you're a tradesman, get up there. Too many apprentices. Jack of all trades, master yeah. of none. Okay, listen, thank you very much. We're going to go to another caller, I think. It's a big Enzo. Enzo! Hi, Bernie. Are you all right? I'm attracted to the name Enzo. I wish my name was Enzo instead of Bernie. Just old, plain Bernie, yeah. you know. Enzo. How it's you doing, Italian, Enzo? It is, I'm okay. It's an Italian name. Ah, I like that. I like the old name Enzo. Come on then, Enzo. What's your, what's your point or I, question? I think he should have won on Saturday. He was disappointed with his own on Saturday. I was disappointed. Should have won. Well... Well, we should have beat we should have beat Rotherham. We should have beat Sunderland. Uh, yeah, we've had a bit of a bad time the last three games at home. We've been disappointing. We've been huffing and puffing, not getting a lot of shots off in target, which is no surprise when you've no strikers. But yeah, Saturday was majorly disappointing, especially the first half. As I say, I I put that down as the worst half I've seen since Carrick arrived. Second half we picked up, we were better, but no good enough in the last third. What is the point of Bernie? It's very disappointing. Yeah, was so. Where, where do you see us going from now on? In do you, do you think we're going to just bob along? Do you think we're going to be mid-table? Do you still think there's an outside chance of the playoffs? What do you no think? Chance of playoffs. No, no chance. No chance. Playoffs, no. You've written it off. Yeah. I, I don't think go to the playoffs. No chance. Right. Who's your top uh, butter player? Who's your favourite player? Have you have you got a play? Play. Here's a question: Have you got a player of the season this season? Uh, not lately. No. He was like act bomb. It was a good player, Akpom. Oh, Akpom was good, but don't forget, he a couple of years of mediocrity and couldn't hit this building. Then all of a sudden, he came to life when Carrick came in and got Giles on the left, and you had Ramsey up front with Archer, and everything came alive. It was geared for him to come for deep and, and go right, and yeah. ghost into the box. And he ended up brilliant and uh, went to Ajax, obviously. Um, uh, go on. I was 50 Bernie the same. I was 50 on Saturday. I'm 50 now, Bernie. He's 50 on Saturday. 50? years old. Yeah, I'll hit that next year. <laughs> next year I'm... 50, but you having a party or what? Are we invited? Where are you having it? The bongo? We'll all come down. Yeah, you're invited, yeah. Oh, if it's in the bongo, I'll be there, so. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, I, I've got a feeling he'll go to the palace, uh, Michael Carrick. He might go to the palace, I've been told. Yeah, the rumours are rife. Obviously, Hodgson's struggling at Palace, and we know David Moyes after last night slaughtering and was it six? Oh, that was funny, that. I mean, I, I listen sometimes. Well, I do. I listen to national radio late on in the morning because I do a bit of painting late in the morning. And I listen to fans coming in because without the fans, there's no game. And I listen to the fans, and, and I keep hearing them saying uh, certain things about Hodgson or, um, you know. The style of football, he's too old. The style of football, David Moyes gets hammered for the style of football, the brand of football. I don't watch West Ham every week, but listen to the, the fans who are ardent fans, like the Borough fans. They turn up in their droves, get behind the side, but they're used to football. West Ham play football. And seemingly under Moyes, they just shut up, shut up, try and nick a goal. And, you know, uh, and last year they won some Tim Pot, I can't even remember the name yet, and everybody was razzed. They won some cup last year, some. Oh, they did. Cup. Yeah, I don't know the cup. 
We won. We won the Carling Cup. You remember that? Two thousand four. Carling Cup. I Go on. I watched it at home. Yeah. Brilliant, wasn't it? Eh. I seen grown men, yeah. grown men crying that day. I really do. Dave Roberts was one of them. Ali Brownlee, I'm sure he had the tear. I seen other guys of a certain age crying and just like amazing. First trophy, first trophy ever. And then we get here for cup final. We were getting room made in the cabinet at the Riverside, and lo and behold, we get done for. But that's for another day. Right, okay, listen, thank you very much. Happy 50th. If I don't hear for you, see you. Happy birthdays in mind and uh, invite me if it's in the bongo. Uh, Ian James Barron says, right sign the death-ish off Darlington FC. We won the FA Trophy final at Wembley 2011 B Manfield. Six months later, we were made bankrupt. Typical Darlow, not good. Hey, bankruptcy, we've all, we've all sampled that. I sampled it my first season at Middlesbrough. I thought I'd made the big time. I was finally a full-time footballer. I was getting paid three times my money for doing the gardens at the borough. And never it was hunky dory. And then that end of that season, liquidation, bankruptcy, and uh, no money. Washing my own kit, running around Stewart's Park, Albert Park, any park, with dogs chasing us. True professional. That was Middlesbrough, that was the environment I came into. Uh, what are we? It's obvious that Carrick doesn't know his best team. Well, Tony Kickham. Um, Listen, I don't think there's anybody out there, 26, 28,000, Carrick, Woodgate and co. I don't think any of them know the best team. Some weeks I look at a team and I think they're pulling them out a hat. You know, you get the hat and you put them in like a raffle and you pull them out and whoever comes out plays. But for me, Carrick, when he first came in, his first season, he scrapped a back three. He went flat back four, which I agree with. The football was scintillating, was great to watch. Um, entertaining, that's why people pay money, um, and it was brilliant. This season, yeah, it's been very, very frustrating. Uh, yeah, so we're going to go to a break, and I want to ask you again, give me a call, it's been good so far, first night. Hey, I've worked on radio for years, I know the gig. Come on, you need to get used to it and get into it, come on. Uh, you've not got any more uh, honesty than here. All the rest are in bed with every Tom, Dick and Harry. I'm in bed with nobody. Um, call me now, 0330-043-2002. Message me here in Facebook, YouTube. Teesside and proud. That's the, that's the uh, buzzword, so I'm told. Have your say. Call Bernie now. 0330-043-2002. This is the bread. How time flies when you're having fun. I've just clocked a watch here and I thought, wow, just flew in. Uh, call me now, 0330-043-2002. Message me here on Facebook or YouTube. I'm on every Monday and let's have a good old go. Podcast. Podcast. Uh, yeah. Total BS Podcast um, is going to be broadcast here as well as on my Facebook and YouTube. Uh, I'll be on at nine o'clock, I believe. Eight o'clock, sorry, it's on at eight o'clock, so you can listen in my guest this week. Every week uh, during the last few years, I, I do a podcast, and Dave, we're going to be doing it here on Red. We're going to be playing them out there and let you hear them. Uh, it's got Gary Pallister. Pally was um, my big teammate, my roommate, my social mate. Uh, I don't know why, because we had nothing in common. Uh, yeah, I used to give him a few of my old buds. I said, you go, big boy. This is when we were younger, of course. We're all married now. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Um, no, uh, Pally, when you listen to Pally, I mean, Pally's a, he's a totally different animal from me. He, he's like carried, he's cool and composed. But when you talk about his background at Man United, the medals he's won. I mean, he says the other day, I says, come on, you can listen to tonight. I said, come on, Pally, what have you won? He went, 
Premier League, FA Cup, League Cup, UEFA Cup. I didn't want a European Cup. I said, you say it's Premier League many times. I just the four. Oh, just the four. I won the autograph blinking trophy. Nobody's ever heard of it. Anyway, we're on to the YouTube. Stephen Jarrett. There's names and numbers all over here. Uh, Stephen Jarrett, say, or Stefan Jarrett. I heard that there's a Premiership club after Michael Carrick. I hope it's not till next season. Nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. Carrick's not safe. If if the club get a, an outrageous uh, amount of money thrown away, I'm sure they would cash in like they did with Rogers. Um, no doubt Carrick will get asked that. Well, maybe he's told not to ask it, but he should be asked, is there any truth in it? I don't think he's going to tell you the truth. Uh, it says Lammy. Lammy XX07. He's somewhat some kind of devil. McGree's not a striker. He's a number 10. He is a number 10. Yeah, the previous call, one of the calls did say that. McGree, for me... He has been playing the left when he does play. He cuts in, he can manoeuvre about and, and take up different positions. But, yeah, he's, he's a number 10 for me. I'd like to see him number 10. But when Latty laughs fit in Coburn, I'd like to see those two, Latty laugh behind Coburn. Because Co- uh, Latty laugh can he's got the pace and, and energy to go up there and help out Coburn, get the flick-ons and feed off him, and then come back into his position, get back in in the defensive role. So I think that would work, but for whatever reason, Michael Carrick's not did that. Uh, people saying Michael Carrick, uh, the other week there, changed, made three subs, and did somebody say they cramp? Cramp, 10 days off, in the middle of winter. Cramp. The only time I get cramped as a footballer was when I went and lay on the sofa after a game. I don't think I ever get cramped during the game. All these uh, scientific things in the modern games, you know, looked after like a king. You're getting cramped. Andy. Hi, Andy. Andy boy, where are you? That's my fault. Oh, it's somebody's fault. Don't worry. Andy. Andy, you there? Hi, sorry, Bernie. Uh, got cut off, mate. Hey, sorry. I tell you what, Andy, you've uh, got a nice deep voice there. You sound like Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Yeah, you should hear me sing, I tell you. <laughs> um, uh, Bernie, I was just wondering, uh, just talking about Carrick earlier, uh, who, who's, your, who's the best manager you've ever worked for and who's the worst that you've ever worked for? Well, yeah, I, straight talk. Um, the best is Bruce Reich at club level. Bruce was, um, yeah. his nickname was Gaddafi. He was a tyrant. He was a <laughs> dictator to a degree. I loved him. I thought he was great for me. Without Bruce, I don't think I'd have played in all the division, getting that national recognition. Bruce Reich was the main reason I, I did well in my career. So Bruce Reich, without a doubt, and going to third, second to first after liquidation and bankruptcy was an amazing feat. That's better than Sir Alec. When I do talks, I say this. It's better than Sir Alec Ferguson won the Premier League or Marino won in the European Cup. Bruce Reich with local lads in the main, 40-man squad, going third, second, first. He spent a couple of quid thereafter, but you're talking peanuts. Uh, uh, Jack Charlton was one of the greatest managers. I, I played done three years under Jack with the Republic of Ireland. But Jack's style and brand and... I've seen, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it, it's a DVD, Finding Jack. You know, Jack obviously oh, had yeah, um, yeah. problems at the end, but Jack says his, his boy, uh, John, kept all these wee quotes that he kept, and it says, be a dictator, uh, but be a nice one. And that's what Jack was, you know. I didn't hear yeah. one player, whether they were playing or not playing, or in the stands or left behind, never had a bad word to say about Jack Charlton, because... Um, he was a dictator, but a straight one. He would tell you your face. He wouldn't talk behind your back or tell somebody else to give you the bad news. Or He would tell you straight. So I loved him for that. Uh, obviously, when I say worst manager, I, I, 
Aye, I'm partly with him now. Uh, Lenny Lawrence obviously cut my career short in Middlesbrough. Lenny, I mean, yeah. I did a podcast yeah. with him, no doubt. We'll, we'll play on here in the coming weeks. I did a, a podcast with Lenny and asked him, do you want to go over the questions? A, I was surprised he did it because I hadn't spoken to him since I left Middlesbrough. Um, and asked him the question, uh, why Why did you get rid of me? Was it because you didn't like me as a player, a person, or was a two, whatever? And he answers it honestly and openly. So I admire him for that. So yeah. I've no bad words to say about Lenny. At the time, yeah, I was upset. Uh, but hey, that's life, isn't it? You can't stay somewhere forever. Yeah. So what about the brother then? What, who's your favourite manager as a fan? Uh, oh, that's a good question. That uh, I mean, it's it's you, you've got to say Steve McLaren, haven't you? Even though um, you well, know what happened at the end. What, oh, you know, hold on, the, the did, did you see Gordon Strachan? <laughs> oh, it was a ginger oh, hair. It was a ginger hair. Oh, Steve McLaren. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, well, you've got to look at, uh, at at Steve McLaren, you know, um, and 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 Brian Robson, you know, Brian Robson, you know, uh, what what he did for the club, and again, I know it didn't work out, um, but you know, it, it, without Robson, would we have had the new generation of Borough? Um, hey, listen, without the '86 squad, you might have not had a Borough, let alone Brian Robson helping for down the line. Well, that's, that's a good. That's a good point as well. No, I'm not uh, trying to yeah. get that in because I was part of that. I'd say that if I wasn't part of it. But the 86 team, everyone could have walked out the door. There was no money. The club had blo- broken every player's contract. And we, in the main, we all stayed put. There was one or two went. Uh, Don Reardon left. Uh, obviously, Peter Beagrey, some say, was Satan because he left. But do you know what? In hindsight, Peter Beagrey, I, I believe, had a wife and a young kid. He had to feed them. If he can't get yeah. the money here, he needs to move yeah. on. So I don't buy into this calling them names, you know. But, uh, yeah, so where, where is Borough going then? Where are they going for now at the end of the season? Uh, I, I can't see us finishing uh, any higher than we are. Right. And, and uh, you know, I think that's it. I accept that. I think that's just how it is. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I think I, I think we're, we're fooling ourselves if we think we're going to get in the playoffs this season. Uh, with the squad that we've got, but see, that's just how I feel at the moment. Yeah, and I think that's. Re- I always say my my key, my key phrase is I, I'm a realist, not a fantasist. If you rewind my Facebook, YouTube's, and and when I'm on here, if you rewind them, I said this for three four months ago. Didn't believe for a minute we we're going to make the playoffs. I didn't believe it. I could see what was going to happen yeah. in January, and it's all happened. That's only my gut. I might have been totally wrong. I'd still say I'm wrong. I'll hold my hands up, but. I just had a feeling this this was the way it was going to pan out, you know. Listen, thank you very much for trying to squeeze another one or two on. Thank you very much for joining us. Cheers. Thank you. Uh, what name's this? Jack. It's no Jack the Hat, is it? Hello, Danny. You all right? Hello, Jack. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, mate. Good. I'm enjoying my new environment tonight. It's pretty warm in here. Yeah, fun. You know I mean? Yeah, fantastic, mate. Yeah, so like, I, I'm starstruck. I'm glad you're on the red. Starstruck, like is something? Oh, yeah. I, I love the red. I'm, I'm, I met you in the uh, in the pub after the match of the Leicester game. Oh, uh, the Dovecot. Um, well, yeah, in the Dovecot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was okay. with my dad. I'm, oh, I'm, sorry, right, I was, I'm the right. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, the, I did. The, 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 the two lads from Leicester, but Borough fans. That's right, I did. I remember you now, yeah. So how's things then? Yeah, what, what's your uh, opinion at the minute then? How things are panning out? Well, I said, like, like I've said in the chat, I think we're like probably the eighth best team in the league. So we are about to spend all the money in the world 
in the transfer market to try compete or just settle. I think, and I think that's what we've done. Do you? Do you so th- hopefully we can get get a big push next season. Do you believe there'll be a lot of money spent in the summer? That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping we've saved up everything, and so, then we're going to just go for it. So, what kind of money are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, it's hypothetical. We don't have no, uh, but yeah, but a fund. Yeah, yeah, you don't know, but there's there's millions for Tuba. There's millions for Rogers. That the the the, uh, the say the Crooks deal is supposed to be like beneficial for all parties. So right, so that yeah. that's that that's going to be some money as well. So yeah. Uh, so you, hopefully there should be something in the bank. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there will be money available. But I, I was working with a couple of my mates, and one of them says we'll spend twenty million. I nearly pushed them in the River Tees. Twenty million. <laughs> we won't spend twenty million. But, but but didn't we spend nineteen on? Was it was a uh, what's a Sombolonga? Only about like nineteen. Fifteen million a Sombolonga. Yeah, that was years ago. Yeah, that, that, that's that, when. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't. That wasn't a good investment, I don't think. Well, it so. wasn't when he scored five goals in his last season and headed off to what and sell kebabs when he yeah. took care wherever he was. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so I don't think we need to spend all that on one person, but but if we do it wisely, but I'm glad we didn't waste money this this transfer market. Yeah, I totally get that. I mean, I, I, I laugh. I think. I think, I I think la- Ailing was a cracking cracking uh, loan. Some people were reading yeah, about him on Saturday, and, and other people were saying, "No, he's rash, and he's no very good footballer. He's not. He's not a Giles. I know he plays a different position opposite side, but it, he's got a great work ethic. He's hundred and ten percent of his experience. But if I'm a centre forward, do I want Ailing or a Giles? I want a Giles all every day of the week. Oh, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But but we haven't got a centre forward. That's the yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> that's uh, if, the problem. For, <laughs> If you don't know we need a centre forward, you don't know anything about football, you should change your sport. Maybe watch netball yeah. or something. Am I allowed to say that? Of course I am. Oh yeah, anyway, yeah for sure, man. Yeah. So listen, but, thanks. But, but you need you, you need to get your boots on, I reckon, Bernie. Do you know what? I used to laugh at that. Uh, I've got a pair <laughs> of Wellington boots I'll wear the next game. I'll go on the bench. I'll maybe come on the last ten minutes. Thank you very much. Oh, you do a job. Listen, thank you very much for coming to the end of the show. It's flown in. Thanks to everybody that uh, got involved, whether it's through YouTube. Emails, texts, messages, phone calls. Thanks to everybody. And you can call me every Monday between 6 and 7 and 0330-043-2002. Message me here on Facebook and YouTube. Thanks to Red and uh, good night. All the best. Up the borough and all that. 382 games, 147 goals. Borough's sixth top scorer. It's Slaven Live. This is the Borough.